grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What is up? Welcome in. It is episode number four, as in literally we're broadcasting from four different locations tonight of jobbing out. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. Back with us for another week while he continues to suplex and pile drive the ever-loving shit out of cancer is our buddy Brandon Linton. And of course... The main event. Uh huh. Yeah, I just uh, I, I sit here and what's going on with you guys? Anything everything cool with you, you boys? Oh, okay. There's AJ Francis as well, of course, is with us. Um. All right. Well, I would say it's good to be together, but we're literally not together in any way <laughs> at all. <laughs> literally, none of us are together whatsoever is aj is back to training um he got back to work this week at 3d academy what's the update all right well well um <laughs> well i didn't know you were talking to, uh, when i said aj I was, was back unaware. in training i, oh, I was actually was training yeah. at wrestling as well you hang know. on a second yeah aaron could, aaron could you update me on aj's training yeah. yeah but um yeah no it's cool man uh he feels good I'm um, finally I'm back working like I never left today. Actually, I got to because uh, um, uh, there's three classes. There's begin- which is just the conditioning uh, in the beginning of the day. There's intermediate, which is after that. It's like drawing, learning, move, and all that kind of stuff. And then there's the advanced class, which is like promos and and um. Ten, um, you gotta like show them something for them to put you in a, like a match. And tonight, only three weeks in, I got in my first match, and, and uh, I went over hey, as you would expect because hey, I'm hey, the main hey, event. Hey, all right. Like uh, uh, and uh, uh, Billy Gunn said that my performance was, and I quote, impressive. Wow, wow, what was your uh, finish? Uh, see, it's so I, I was mad because i actually have two finishes like in real wrestling but like at 3d in real wrestling we want you like yeah like in <laughs> real matches at scw like i've had two i have two different finishes but like at 3d they only want you to do in these matches they only want you to do moves they have taught you until you are grad a graduate of the school so my finish was just a world strong uh but i did a Bobby Lashley esque power slam because I held twice. This is to two different people. I held them above, above their feet above my head, probably like ten seconds before I slammed the shit out of them to the mat. 
Well, that's, all right. I can do that too, though. Like, that's not all that impressive. I could probably do that right now, honestly. Like, that's you think that's something, man? Like, come out, come here. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. Come on. And here, and they also we found out today that I'm also one of the lightest guys, like going up to get slammed. Like, I'm lighter than probably eighty percent of the guys uh, in the that are that are smaller than me. Well, I mean, I don't know how that's possible. I have no idea how that even works. Because I'm, because it's all about being an athlete. And yeah, because you're going up, right? Your I hear you. All right, I get that. I wouldn't know anything about being an athlete for what it's worth. That is true. I wouldn't know anything about that? You're built like a ba- a bag full of mashed potatoes. Not anymore. <laughs> now I'm built like a bag full of scallop potatoes, and I will appreciate if you respect me that way. Um, uh, Brandon, you've been doing a lot of wrestling training too recently, right? Like you've been really getting after it and, uh, and working on, uh, on your slams and everything. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> slamming uh, the shit out of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, Brandon informed me that he's lost like a thousand pounds and I'm like, you know, I, I, that would be like great news except for the fact that you're kind of scaring me a little bit. <laughs> That's but, the best weight loss plan. Oh, no. I was going to say, are you going to start marketing this? No, no. <laughs> it's, it's the new simon dean system god it's so bad it's like the episode of south park when they encourage everybody to get aids like jesus but you, but you just can't use the bad words just call it the c system the c system oh god oh no forget plan a forget plan b oh. plan c oh god is this like the tony perkins system it's such a bad idea it's a little different not eight-minute abs, seven-minute abs. Uh, Aaron, I'm sure you've got something going on in your life, but it's probably boring, so we'll just skip yeah, right past it. Just skip and right. doors. Uh, yeah, right. He got Skype today. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron's like, oh, I've been ready since 2 o'clock. Yeah? Were you ready 10 minutes ago when we tried calling you? We're taping the show at 10.30 at night. You couldn't have given me, like, more than a five-minute warning? Jesus, dick. <laughs> Um, anyway, we got a lot to do. Aaron, do we have a guest on this week's show or not? Uh, we'll see. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, it was the same way. Last week we recorded an entire show, assumed we didn't have a guest, and then, well, that was magical. Sean Moody checked in, so I appreciated that. Uh, that was a really great conversation about the uh, late, great uh, Mean Gene Okerlund, so if you missed it, I encourage you to go back and listen to our conversation with Sean Moody from last week. Uh, boys, we will get a little bit later on in the program into uh, the news regarding All Elite Wrestling that uh, came out this week. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Uh, we'll just go in order this week. We'll do Raw Segment 1, SmackDown Segment 2, and then we'll talk All Elite in Segment 3. So we'll start off with it. I guess now we don't ask the same question, AJ. It's a little bit of a different question that you have to ask us. Yes. Uh, I was actually going to save this till the end so that we could... Uh... Cover Talk everything and then choose? Cover okay. SmackDown and Raw. All right, that's fine. We can do that. That's fine. Then we'll just start by talking about Raw. Um, the centerpiece of Raw this week is this Seth Rollins, uh, Bobby Lashley thing. And that- Bobby Lashley has legitimate heat. Shout out uh, uh, the one and only Leo Rush. Uh, is it is it good heat? or <laughs> Yes. Or the- no. now, yes, right yeah. now, yes. Okay. I'd say yes. yes. No doubt, yes. In a match that had Dean Ambrose, who's the Intercontinental Champion, and Drew McIntyre, who's been the hottest heel on Raw for months, the person who got the most heat all night and in their match was Bobby Lashley. You're right about that. I guess because they don't want to see because no one wants to see him. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I'm I'm worried that it's the. It's... Do you know what happens when when uh, I sound like Chris Jericho? You know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you, know, you know what happens when I, I thought you were setting up the real world, see, like wins matches. Well, yeah, they boo they him. Boo. I get it, that. But, right. but here's the thing: this isn't Baron Corbin go away. He where he's not doing anything. He's also looks awesome doing it. The you know all the moves he does, all the matches he's in, he's looked good. Yeah, I. But if the, if our barometer is like. It's better than Baron Corbin. I think we've got a pretty low. No, that's well, not... no my, I don't think well, this my is thing, just go away heat. I don't think well, it is. It was, first of all, it's very difficult because for Bobby the Lashley heat started to not look good. because he interrupted the match to start the show between John Cena and Drew McIntyre that everybody wanted to see. Right, so that pissed people off. I get that. I I worry that it's. Mm. Here are the two things. I can't believe we're saying that of course that he looked good. Of course he looked good. He's Bobby Lashley. Have you seen him? Jesus Christ, how could that human That's being... why I don't get what your beef is. No, it's not a beef. It's a concern. My concern is that it's teetering on we want to boo you versus we literally just don't want you here. And I get that your argument is that we literally just don't want you here is in but some worlds just as good because it creates yeah, But I same... also don't think that's what it is. Yeah. I don't what, think it's what, close I mean... to that. I, I think, I think six months legitimate, ago. It was. Yes, it was. And I think right now it is a legitimate heat on Bobby Lashley because they hate Leo Rush and thus hate Bobby Lashley. I, I don't even think I think he's just he's right now is I'm not gonna say a monster heel, but is a good powerhouse heel. He's doing his role well. I think Leo Rush is absolutely helping it. Uh, and I don't I mean I'm not getting the sense that it's we don't want you on the screen anymore. I think it's what makes you think it's it's that? I I, I, I didn't get it, at least not this week. Me That's neither. Sure. No, I haven't sensed what what I haven't sensed in the crowd is a genuine we want you to get your comeuppance. I haven't sensed that feeling that we want you you know, somebody to get over on you as much as it's a God, we just really don't like this. Now, that all being said, Clearly, I, I, I guess it's Brandon and I feel one way, the two of you feel the other way. So it's not as if it's overwhelming. It's not as if everybody is in the agreement on that. And I actually like Bobby Lashley. So it's a different feeling for me. And I actually was there at on, Raw. On Monday night, that is correct. And felt, and felt the booze. And it was at all any, we we hate you so much, go away. You thought it was, we, we want, want you to get, you, you thought it all. was, we want you to get your comeuppance. Yes. The yeah. entire time because right. it started it started first of all did you hear how over seth rollins was oh yeah i absolutely could tell that but seth rollins the show started time. with seth rollins and lashley yeah but isn't that glenn's point is that like that could be masking the fact that, that it's not because they, it's not because the comeuppance is they wanted seth rollins to beat his ass because of and Seth Rollins, but like when he's up against Elias, you know it's not the same. Yeah, it actually is because Elias is probably the only person that's <laughs> anywhere near as close to over to Seth as Seth Rollins is. I, I definitely get your point, Brandon. I think here's the thing, though. I think that Lashley is really rounded into form in the past few weeks. Like this Lashley oh, is different from much better. Than, yeah. than what he was even a month ago. So it's yeah. hard to say that when he faces somebody else, he won't. Because I think this is, I mean, I've been saying this since he came over from WWE. Especially this since is how he's going to face Seth Rollins until the Royal Rumble. <laughs> well, that, probably at the Rumble, too, in, yeah. in one of the early matches. But this is what I've been saying. He's somebody, you, you give him a handler and you say, go go kill people. That's what you do. That is Bobby Lashley. Yeah. And that's what we're getting You now. think they're going to give those guys a, a Rumble match on top of being in the Rumble? 
I, I could see him because there's always a few you I know, could just see little it. yeah like the first match of the night. But it feels like with all the title matches, like you're gonna you're gonna do a bunch of title matches and a rumble match and a women's rumble match. Like it's. I'd have to see how, how many how many were there last year. I'd have to see how many matches. Not a lot. It, it, it'll probably just be like a raw match. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. And I get it. That, that sort of leads the awkwardness. They're building this up in a way that, like, it almost has to have a pay-per-view match, right? Like, right. And right. the thing is, yeah, they'll probably have a pay-per-view match after Royal Rumble because in the Royal Rumble, they're probably going to have be They might fuck around and be the last two in the Royal Rumble. So there, there were four matches on the main card besides the two Rumbles were last they, year. Were they all title matches? Uh, it was, yeah, two title matches, two tag title matches, and... A U.S. match. Yeah, so it's it's hard to get a singles match on the Rumble card that isn't a title match. Um, not Espe- especially now that they've done the thing where they've taken all the tag team guys out of the Rumble. So, they, I mean, not all of them, but it's not as it's like Victor isn't. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. they have like well, it's, the tag guys do their matches and they're not in the Rumble it's, typically. It's it's now. tough. It's tough now with thirty. Like like with thirty spots, it used to be that like you were desperate for like a legend to fill it. Now you're looking at thirty spots and being like, yo, <laughs> who's gonna be left out? You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, right. It's it's legitimately a if we're gonna have surprises in the Rumble, it's gonna cost somebody a spot at this point. So who, so we're all in agreement that John Cena is gonna win the Royal Rumble, right? I'd say Rollins, but Cena's my number two. No, I'm in. I'm probably in agreement with AJ about Cena because I hope it's Rollins. I honestly think it's going to. But, end but up it being just John seems Cena. to make so much more sense for them because you know that they're not going to get a Brock Lesnar match at Elimination Chamber, so it makes way more sense for them to do the Raw Elimination Chamber match as a number one contender. That's match. fair. And also on top of that, uh, uh, you got John Cena. Would be that would be his third Royal Rumble win, correct? And yeah, that would be significant. That would be that would be his third Royal Rumble win, going on to win his seventeenth world title. Yeah, which he almost won by accident at a house show in Baltimore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go, going back to what we were talking about last week, though, whether you know they could play off the Cena Daniel Bryan thing, I'd worry that if you have Cena going to WrestleMania over two months beforehand, you do get the anti-Cena stuff coming out. I don't know, man. We, let's save that for SmackDown. We'll save it. I don't want to go too far down that road because the Daniel Bryan thing is really good. So we'll save that for that conversation. I hear you on that. Let's come back to Raw for a second. Um, you know, look, I, I, I guess the question is, do you feel like if you're doing if you're doing all of this, I really do, I'll come back to what I said. It feels like the way, you centered an entire show a show in which you had John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and Hulk effing Hogan. You centered around Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley. Can you do that if it's not going to lead to a payoff? And if we're assuming it's going to be difficult to do that at the Rumble, and we're presuming that they would want both of these guys in an Elimination Chamber match, and then we're all been working under the assumption it's going to be Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania... Can you? Is it really okay that you built an entire show around something that it's? It looks like it's going to be very difficult to get a one-on-one payoff. I mean, no. you can get the one-on-one payoff in in March. There's that what at roadblock or whatever. But oh, are they doing I, that I don't again think this that, year? I don't think this is going two months either. I mean, by that point, you would know is road, roadblock is after the chamber, right? Yes, correct. So by that point, you'd already know that Seth Rollins was the number one contender, right? Like we're yes. presuming. I you could have like, him defend I also that. feel like you're thinking about this too much, Glenn. I feel like. Like they need feuds 
to carry them to the Rumble you, just because all these guys are going to be in the Rumble Right, you match. think this could just be a thing that exists and it doesn't have to be, you know, the, the bigger, bigger over-the-top deal. Yeah, because they need, they need feuds to carry them into the Rumble that they can use to tell storylines in the Rumble. No, I hear well, you on that, right. Well, you could take it a step further and say they're probably also going to take it past the Rumble because Lesnar's not going to be around. Right, you know, so right. if Seth so Rollins I, wins, he can feud with Bobby Lashley for the next month, you know? Right, but and then both end up, it still end up in an elimination chamber match, the two of them. But I get the argument being it's not the end of the world if it doesn't have a one-on-one payoff. The payoff literally could just be um, a big Raw match combined with, you know, the, the two of them, you know, maybe being the last two standing perhaps in the elimination chamber, something yeah. along those lines, and that could be that. Um, you know, maybe. going back to the elimination chamber point really quickly. Last year, if I'm not mistaken, they only had one male elimination chamber. It was just, I guess, the SmackDown side. I'd have they... to... No, it, it must have been the Raw side. So they did. So do it a was SmackDown. just that. I don't think they did four because they did the the men and the women's. So... Yeah, they did Raw and and uh, the women's. So what did they do yeah. for the SmackDown title at Elimination Chamber last year? Uh, Last I'm looking. Year? Yeah. It, they did. Um, Man. See. Results. God, how have we forgotten this so quickly? We are. We are not. No, it's just a lot of wrestling shows. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Don't watch way too much. Uh, there was. There was not a match. There was no SmackDown title match. Oh, last there. year was. Was it just a Raw? It was just a Raw paper. Oh, they hadn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that explains everything. So yeah, it's yes. gonna be a little bit different this year. It's gonna be a little bit of a different story. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't expect there to be four elimination chamber. Matches. Although I think there'll probably be three, though. Although for some reason, Aaron, they had a a match that uh, if Nia Jax won, she would have been added to the SmackDown Championship at WrestleMania, but. That's Everything so, else was so a raw bizarre. match. That's so bizarre. <laughs> Wait, that didn't even... Because I remember... That, I think that, that must be a typo at Wikipedia. Because that was the assumption that Asuka was going to challenge Alexa. And then, like, the next night she showed up on SmackDown. Or later that week she showed up on SmackDown. But, right, right, but, oh, right. So maybe... So I, okay. I think that's just a typo. Oh, okay. Whew. All right. So anyway, that all happened. Um, let's, let's, let's get back to Raw. We can move on from Seth and Bobby Lashley. Um, are we are we assuming that Seth and Dean is put to bed now? Like it's just over for yes for that for now. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll tease it. They'll face each other in tag matches and stuff, but you won't see Rollins going after the IC title. That's why they went so hard on this Bobby Lashley thing. I think is yep. to get him out of that. But it does feel a little bit like there's you're still left with you never got a full conclusion to Seth and Dean, which I guess is okay. Because, you can come back to that later, anytime. Right, right. You could set that back up if Seth wins the. Yeah, title. I don't know if you know this or not, but Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose are probably yeah going to be forever. forever. Yeah, you know, it's a very, yeah. that's a very fair point. Um, uh, so Especially if Roman comes back. Hey, what was the reaction in the building, AJ? To like I, the Brock segment felt weird because it felt predictable, which is we've got to figure out another way to have Brock show up but not really do anything. I mean. Like, Brock, the whole segment was weird because, like, I, it looked like Braun, like, in the middle of his promo, forgot what the fuck he was supposed yeah, to say. I, I was going to say. They were, they, were, they were looking at, I'm pretty sure what happened was they were looking at the national title game, and they were timing that out, and they thought it would be a lot shorter, and because there were a couple timeouts, a couple incomplete passes, it went, it went longer than expected. Because the second it went to halftime, that's when Brock hit the ramp. 
I don't think they cared about that. Oh, I do. Oh, I abs- I'm with Aaron on that. I think you absolutely tried to work around that. Um, it's a damn big coincidence then that the second it went to halftime, he hit the ramp. That's interesting. It's but really what about weird. everything else they did before that? It's true. They did bring out Hulk Hogan. Literally brought and, out Hulk and a Hogan. Crazy six man tag with John Cena and Finn Bal. I mean, these were all top guys. It wasn't like they put the yeah, revival I, I, on for I distinctly, minutes. I distinctly remember turning to the uh, my homie Ralphie next to me were during the six man tag when it was, and I was like, "Yo, these six dudes are." In this match right now, what the fuck is the main event? Like, <laughs> right. I was like, what's what could possibly be the main event? Yeah, but it's bigger like, than maybe this. maybe a Ronda Rousey thing, but like short of a Ronda Rousey match, like what what could possibly be the main event? Then they're like, oh, we're gonna do a, this, we're just gonna do Dean and Seth. Right, well, kind of anywhere. I was like, ah, oh, there it is. Yeah, that yeah, that'll be all right. That'll be all right. That'll be decent. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Aaron, I, I do think that you're right in the timing of it, that like they, once they realized they were close, they probably said, Hey, let's try to drag this out. But it felt awkward. And again, it just felt like, Oh, right. This Brock Lesnar segment. Yeah. I've seen this Brock Lesnar segment before. It's the one where we try to make it seem like there's something going on where we all know that literally nothing physical is going to occur because we'd have to pay Brock Lesnar an absurd amount of money to do that. And so we're not going to do that. Bro. So like. How much does he get paid per appearance? God knows, man. <laughs> like <laughs> too much. You know I mean? Especially like, those appearances. Like you you would think there'd be like a yeah, menu. He probably made it, you know? He probably made a smooth like half million dollars by just, just doing Just nothing. to sort of hang out, right? Like yeah. just to spend the night in Orlando on Monday night. Like wander out and stand there. There I mean, should be a Brock Lesnar menu where it's like for an <laughs> F five you get this much for right. you know? Right. If you just, Brock Lesnar a la carte. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get Lesnar out of the car, bro. Right. Now, now, how much is it for a ZJ again, though? <laughs> if you have to ask, yeah, you can't. That, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, it just felt like that way. I was like, oh right, yeah, I remember this. I remember this, and it's why it's not the end of the world. And Raw was very good on Monday. I'm assuming that the crowd was into it on Monday, AJ. I'm assuming like it felt like the crowd was into it. It felt like it was a big show with everybody that it was, was there. like the crowd was hype. Like, yeah. I go to shows in Orlando, and there's a big NXT contingent in Orlando, so that's one of the main reasons why <laughs> why wrestling is... Orlando's a wrestling city, man. Like, TNA is here, NXT is here. Like, there's a lot of major wrestling. I was surprised how cool of a wrestling city Orlando was when I moved down. Isn't, hasn't, here. isn't MLW because being, there? Because being from Baltimore, you, I... And, those crowds are crazy. Right, right. Those crowds are rampant. Yeah. Like, that that crowd for um, <clears throat> for the uh, the Shield Triple Threat. You dying over there? <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking horse in my throat. Uh, the crowd for the Shield was insane. One of the craziest crowds ever. That Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn oh, match. That was I amazing, mean, right. The list yeah, could yeah. go on forever. No doubt. Like, no doubt. But, like, Orlando's a crazy wrestling town. And I was actually surprised... There were boos when Hogan first came out. I don't know if you heard him on TV, but there were boos. And then after a little bit of boos, it, they just died off and everybody was cheering. Well, look, we didn't get to talk about it last week because they hadn't announced it yet. But I said this to Brandon when we found out. I thought, and I'm not trying to give them too much credit because still it's the center of how do we get somebody who used the N-word back in good graces. But if we can, it, it's going to sound crass. This was the perfect way to do it. Because sure. yeah. part of the reason why those people, I'm sure, that were booing at first stopped 
is because they realized they were also booing the segment that was meant to honor Mean Gene. Yeah. And so it took the... And in a way, even the people that don't probably want Hulk Hogan to be around and probably want to dismiss him would kind of have to admit, in order to do a proper tribute to Mean Gene Okerlund, you have to have Hulk Hogan there. Yeah. So as effed up as it might be... In a way, it's kind of perfect for WWE because it finally gave them a way to bring Hulk Hogan back to television, and it made it very difficult for anyone to be able to say anything negative about it because of the circumstances. Because the truth is, if you have the option to have Hulk Hogan there for a Mean Gene tribute, you have to have Hulk Hogan there for a Mean Gene tribute, however you feel about him in any way. And, um, like, my favorite thing about Hogan himself handled that whole thing very fucking Mm -hmm. well like the way he played it he he didn't make it about him he only made it about him when it would be relatable to what he was talking about with mean gene right and because of that hogan comes off looking a lot better out of that well i think also the moment where you could like it was very genuine that he was crying and had to put his sunglasses on right like yes that that was a very human moment that no matter again how you feel about the guy and what has happened in the last few years it was hard not to empathize in that moment like the guy literally lost someone very important to him and it was you could tell it was real it there was nothing staged about the dude legitimately, you know, choking up and having to put his sunglasses down as he was talking about Gene Okerlund. Like, you could you could feel that, and you could empathize with it, and it felt the whole thing. And I agree with you, AJ, that uh, Brandon, like, Brandon was watching before I was, and he was texting me. He's like, dude, this might be Hulk Hogan's best promo ever. And after I saw it, I said, you know what? There's nothing you can knock about what Hulk, Hulk Hogan nailed it. He nailed yeah everything about it i could have gone without them playing his music yeah at the end of the segment i think they that that was a little over the top and a little too hogany given the moment but outside of that i thought all of it was really wonderful and the wwe typically does tributes very well right like it's it's one thing that they typically do very well i thought this one really hit every note the exact right way with the exception of i probably wouldn't have played hulk hogan's music at the end of the segment yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought that the the tribute itself and the segment itself was great. I didn't like how WWE handled it going into it. The the headline wasn't, you know, there's going to be a Mean Gene tribute and Hogan's going to be there. It was Hulk Hogan returns to do a Mean Gene tribute. Like, the, the focus of it was Hogan. It was Hogan's picture. It wasn't Mean Gene's picture. And, like, right before the show, they're like, hey, Hulk Hogan's returning by the Hulkamania shirt. That was part of the Twitter. I hated that. But once the the segment actually started, again, up until they played Hogan's music, I thought it was great. I mean, I, mean, I didn't really have a problem with them playing Hogan's music. They played it on the way in. So the like, greatest music of all time. Well, that yeah. part, yeah, that part is there's. I, I what I would have done. I I understand what you're saying. I think it was a solemn enough moment that it could have ended without any music, right? Like, um, I think on TV, but I think for the house, they still had to. I mean, that's what people want to see you know <laughs> like they want to see him yeah. do the posing and stuff you know at the yeah, end yeah i mean i was i was definitely a hulkamaniac where are you as far as him being back aj dude i i've said it on this show multiple yeah. times like hulk hogan <laughs> to me is iconic in wrestling i'm a wrestling fan so like i can 
simultaneously say Hulk Hogan, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I love seeing him when he's out in the street, right. and then when I—I I mean, when he's out in the—and uh, then when he's out in the street as Terry Bollea, that guy's a fucking asshole. Right now, which one of again has the huge penis? <laughs> That's Hulk Hogan. That's Hulk Hogan. See, big right. dick, good. Small dick, bad. God, That's how you remember it. It's like an—it's like the Nick Foles, Carson Wentz thing, right? Like the exactly. one with the big dick is the good one. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And, that, like, once he shows up, he's a TV character, right? Like, that's what he is. It's, you know, you can... Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get everything you're saying there. Like, I still watch Leave the Weapon. Right, and Mel Gibson's probably a piece of shit. Right, I hear you. I, I, probably. I, yeah. yeah. Probably. That is a piece of shit. I love the Cosby show. Right, and that guy's definitely a piece of shit. You're right about that. That guy's fucking terrible. Right, yeah, all that if is true. If Greg Hardy fought the UFC... See match tomorrow. I'd watch. Would you? Hey. Would you? That boy. That's the line for me, man. Like, isn't he fighting in like ten days? Uh, he's fighting. What? He's fighting like- I know. If it's one thing, I is, no, doesn't he, he have the do debut? Is isn't he in the d- debut uh, UFC ESPN Plus thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 you know, I have the I have the perfect example of this. By the way, it's uh, you know the big R Kelly documentary aired. Yeah. That. If ignition and, comes on, no, I know we're all singing correct. along. You're right, we're all singing <laughs> along at that point. His music streams went up oh, this God. week. God, uh, you know what? That's not surprising. Running her hands through my fro. If I know. She, if Bouncing I hear that, twenty four. As I say, I, it's the remix to ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body, gotten every. It was my go to karaoke song for like five years. For like five <laughs> I mean, years. it's one of the goats. Yeah, correct, correct. God damn it. Yeah, it is awkward. And he's terrible. No, he's a horrendous human being. He is a <laughs> piece of garbage. Watch that. Michael. Watch that Jackson. movie. I, I like how it's coming. By the way, I like how the R. Kelly thing's coming up now when Dave Chappelle literally did a, uh, know, a comedy bit know, about it 15 years ago. By the way, I can't. literally just I, said that to someone today. I, I don't know what it is. I'm still in the Michael Jackson might not have been a bad person camp. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't Michael know. Jackson, listen, listen to me. There's, there's no proof that Michael Jackson did anything with them kids. All, right. all them kids' parents took money, blah, and all them kids' parents. Put their kids in that situation. Right, thank you. I'm glad that I'm not the only one. They're bad fucking parents. Okay. But, but, <laughs> Michael Jackson, if he didn't fuck them little kids, he still has sleepovers with them. Yeah, it's and weird. weird. I know it's weird, weird. But it's a little bit different than, than raping chicks on the regular. If, like, he's weird, it ain't good. I'm not trying to say that I think that Michael Jackson wasn't weird. But is, I, is that the bar now? I have continued to live in this world. Where there is a difference, and Michael, like I don't know why. I guess because I'm just an unabashed fan, but it, like I have continued to live in a world where there's Mike, a difference I between Michael Jackson and the really the awful thriller. human being. Thriller, Glenn, like perfect example, Glenn. Yeah. It, if you let me now, mind you, we were both groomsmen in Aaron's world. That is true. Yes, and we are friends. Yeah, we are good fucking friends. Yes. Okay. Yes. If I was watching oh, your on. two kids, yeah. and then you came over, uh, and you came over the <laughs> don't 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 finish this. I said, <laughs> don't do it. Dog, we were having a sleepover in my bed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fucking disgusting, I bro. I know. <laughs> but let me have this. <laughs> disgusting. I That's am, disgusting, bro. I am an now, un- but listen, listen. But I still, to this day. 
have multiple things that are Michael Jackson memorabilia. Yeah. I listen to his music all the time. I, I can differentiate. Yeah. Oh, God, this is really... And that's why I think Terrible is a fucking piece of shit and i love Hulk Hogan. all right all right all right just please don't attempt to sully michael jackson's name anymore because i know you're right and i don't want to deal with it it's like one of those things that i just don't want weird it's, it's like so weird it's like you know you've got that i'm sure everybody's got that uncle right it's that uncle that you know is just an effing weirdo but like weird he's your uncle and you just don't want to deal with it you know what i mean like you would if if you found out he was touching kids you would but, like, you just don't want to because he's just a creep and he's a weirdo, but, like, you're pretty sure he's harmless, so you just don't want to deal with it, right? That's sort of where I am with Michael Jackson. I know look he's at a... his, Like, Michael Jackson, oh, look at his don't, face. Don't do this to me. I, can't, I, can't, I can't take it. Anything else from Raw Boys? Anything else? He, was a, he went from a black man to a white woman. <laughs> but Sammy Sosa went from being a Latin guy <laughs> to being a ghost. A vampire? Yeah, right? <laughs> Happens. Uh, happens. Yes, Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. Yeah, Royal yeah, Rumble. Yeah, I ain't got. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that, as Robert Randolph would say. Um, yeah, you know, it, it does feel like they're kind of rushing it just to Why? get it out of the way Why? for some reason. Wait, is they're it? not gonna know that. To see, it's. I've never been more sure that this is this is leaving. Yeah. To a uh, what's it called a, a horsewoman for a horsewoman match. I agree. Mm-hmm. Because Becky and they Rhonda did the shit with Becky and Charlotte at Royal Rumble. That's them too. She's about to have this match with Sasha. Sasha might snap just like Charlotte did. And that's how that's how you have them start fighting. Bailey comes out to help her friend. And then yeah, out of nowhere you have you right. can easily have Shayna the other thing yeah. The only again, I keep coming back to the timing of everything. I I still think you're best served SummerSlam and getting something out of the way before then. And I also think the question is what's the timing for the women's tag belts? Because I think you clearly want Sasha and Bailey to be at the center of that. Brandon, who did you tell me Sasha and Bailey are trading with? The revival. Yeah, that that's fucking amazing. Um, that's just wonderful, and may that continue forever. In fact, may they have a match against each other at some point. Oh, have you seen their interactions on Twitter, like Bailey and Dash and stuff? No. Oh, it's amazing. Of course, it's amazing because they're all wonderful. God bless them all. Um, so, so yeah, like I, I guess what I would say is, I, I think unless you're holding that all the way until whenever to evolution, which seems like a long time to wait to do that. My gut tells me they want to try to do that at WrestleMania. And if that's the case, you really do want Sasha and Bailey to be a part of that. And, again, all that timing would line up to me to try to push this to SummerSlam, which I still think is a better idea because, again, only, only 62.5% of these people... Did I do my math right on that? Yeah, 62.5% of these people exist on WWE programming at the moment, on main roster programming at the moment. But, uh, like, I, I, I also could absolutely see them working the ronda rousey charlotte flair becky lynch triple threat match at wrestlemania right Mm -hmm. oh yeah and then having the other three horsewomen jump the barrier because they've been at the barrier before right and that's how they set the whole thing up right and then charlotte and then uh i'm sorry and then uh sasha and bailey run out from the back after just having 
have having won the women's tag championships, and then that the it could be a four on four standoff, and that could be really how you end. By the way, well, are, are we all really dumb because none of us have suggested that that's your main event of Survivor Series next year? I, I mean, we had talked about SummerSlam or Survivor Series, but yeah, I mean yeah. that could, that fits for Survivor Series, that's for sure. I mean, I mean, and the other thing is, I mean, just because those other two girls are green. I mean that's not the only reason not to do it because look at uh, what's what's her face in the the riot squad I had never oh, seen Sarah her Logan, before right. yeah, and she yeah. was on the main roster no that's true and I'm not like I'm not saying you can't do it for those reasons I just think that you're better served trying to wait for it but I like this is the first time I thought about they've been trying to push Survivor Series and give you know they've made yeah. it a, a travel event they've made it a weekend event they've done all those things and yet we all know it's the one that matters the least. Of any and event, also, it doesn't for, matter course, what show they're uh, you know all what, on you know what, at I'm, that point. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's unfair because we all do know that Survivor Series is the only time <laughs> all year. It's literally <laughs> the one night when anyone related to Raw is allowed to interact with anyone related to SmackDown. So I apologize. I do have to give it its credit for that. That part is true. But outside of that, it hasn't mattered the most. So if you did position this to hold it off until Survivor Series and make it your main event you would be giving Survivor Series a little bit more of a bump than it might otherwise have. And Survivor Series is in Chicago next year, or this year, so they'll be looking for something to well, although, you know, although, satisfy the crowd. Well, though, in fairness, like that's going to sell out in a heartbeat because any well, I'm not, I'm not I'm not talking about sellout. I'm talking just to about make it a big like, event, right? the crowd. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, all right, what else from Raw that we need to touch on? That's pretty uh, much that. Yeah, that was it. All right. And and we'll get into this a little more in fact I love the way it opened. I love the you know just the different in openings that they tried this week. So we'll really, talk about that in Smackdown. I really though. wish they would give the revival the the belts. Like I really wish they would do that because oh like, yeah what what are they doing or well, I think like I think they're trying to drag that out to have that be you know another. but what but what's the drag out is so, the drag out their faces because they keep getting screwed so that's a face thing to get screwed over and over again. Why shouldn't the revival be faces? They're the fucking revival. Because right? they're natural heels. I hear they are you, but they're, so, but they're the easy-to-like heels, right? Like, they're the heels that you look at and just say, God, you're great at everything. Why wouldn't we like you? Like, it, I mean, I, I hope that's the case, because otherwise I don't exactly know where they're going with it. Well, I, what I know is it's better for the Revival than anything else they've done, so... Again, know, low bar. I understand that, but that's what we're dealing with, Aaron. Yeah, that's at a, this point, we're like, they're on TV. Yeah, I'll Holy take shit. that. <laughs> I'll take that. The Revival are great and should be on the TV every week. So let's just, I'll, I'll accept that at the moment and deal with the rest later. All right, when we come back in from this week, and um, Daniel Bryan's amazing. So we'll do that when we come back in. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Pressbox's annual Best of Baltimore Sports Double Issue is now available. Presented by Maryland Sports Commission. This issue recognizes UMBC basketball's Ryan Odom and Jarris Lyles as our local sports persons of the year. Plus, 60 more are in the spotlight as we look at the top people, performances, and moments of the year. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Turks at PressBoxOnline.com.
Remember the asshole family on Step by Step made their like nephew like sleep in like a camper out back of the house. <laughs> day by day, fresh start over, different hands. They tried to have like a white Urkel character. God, I love Step by Step. All right, uh, back in here, segment number two of Job and Ass. We can have it. This Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Ram's Head, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. Well, by the way, this is where I'm a, a, a dick. Everyone in Baltimore, when they refer to Ram's Head, they're referring, of course, to Ram's Head Live. But there's like a thousand Ram's Head, so I should probably say Ram's Head Live is yes. the one that I'm referring to. I'm just living in a place where when you mention Ram's Head, everybody knows that you're talking about Ram's Head. Get out of your bubble, Glenn. I know, I know. It's on me. It's on me. That's, that's my fault altogether. All right, um, so let's get to SmackDown, and this is the part where we talk about how fucking amazing Daniel Bryan cutting a promo from the concession stand was. My oh, it was great. God, it was incredible. It was incredible. Impotent. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, was it just me, or did the one guy look like Primo with a be- fake beard? Kind of, yeah. You know what? You're not wrong about that. He kind of did. There's no doubt that that's the case. Um, everything about that segment was beautiful. I mean, it was just like the, the concept, the idea, the interaction, like having a little bit of crowd that like was watching and not in on it versus the part of the crowd that was in on it. Like it was just like this perfect combination of like people ran- yelling random things that were really wonderful. Like, are you going to take that? Like that was so <laughs> good, man. The whole thing was so fucking good. And then to have our truth come out and look like a badass. Yeah, serious like R-Truth. How about that? Badass! As he comes out of nowhere to deck Daniel Bryan, I was so erect that I could have killed everyone just by standing <laughs> up. Uh, I, think, I think R-Truth needs to bring back the, you're gonna get got. Oh my god, man. Like what? Only after he visited Stanford, though, because we ha- still haven't gotten that, that segment. That is true, we have not oh, gotten No, that but there's all. an online thing. I have not watched it yet. What do you but, mean there's an uh, online thing? What is it? I, I just saw WWE post a picture of uh carmella and r-truth with kathy kelly and it says welcome to stanford oh my R-Truth. god that's beautiful and he's like really happy so he's holding beautiful. his signers that's so yeah. beautiful oh i'm so <laughs> excited about that um look all of it was perfect i mean i don't know what to say it was perfect um this is the guy that you want daniel to brian to be and this is the conversation that we uh, we didn't get to in the first segment aaron which is your concern that if you have john cena win the rumble you risk Again, now he's threatening again, and now we all hate John Cena again, and you combine that, um, as AJ always likes to remind us, that as good as Daniel Bryan is as a heel, there are still a lot of people that are just inclined to want to like Daniel Bryan anyway. Do you run the risk of getting the exact opposite of result of what it is that you're looking for out of a potential Daniel Bryan-John Cena match at WrestleMania? Yep. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody's in agreement, so that's that. Well, you know, here's the thing: the, the more he does these promos like this, that's... it's gonna turn the corner. Like it's gonna like, but it doesn't. Eventually, turn the... people are gonna think this is funny. You know what that's, I mean? That's that's like, what I'm talking about. Like in a way, it this was an unbelievable heel promo, right? Like this was an like I don't know how much better you could get from a heel promo, but yet what you're alluding to, Brandon, is probably the case which is it makes people like me more inclined to be reminded of why we love daniel bryan 
Well, like, 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 let me give, let me give you an example. Like, my brother, he kind of dips in and out, right? Like, we, we watched it growing up together. He doesn't really have time, and he. But every time an event is coming to Nashville, he'll pay attention to the show for a couple of weeks, go to the event, and then dip out again. And he turned on SmackDown and saw Daniel Bryan was his favorite thing on the show. Yeah. Like, he called me and was like, fickle, fickle. fickle. Yeah. I mean, he immediately was like, this guy's amazing. You so, know? So, so, like, so what do you do? What do you do? If, if, the end, if the result you're looking for is John Cena beating Daniel Bryan for the title at WrestleMania – Getting that moment, everybody being excited, uh, big match, John, the whole deal. What can you do between now and WrestleMania to try to protect that? You make Elimination Chamber for the title. You have Cena win it at Roadblock, which would be like three weeks before Mania. And you get you try to ride just the high of, oh, hey, we get to see a big match. We get to see Cena for three weeks. That's all you need to ride it for. And you ho- obviously Mania was going to be, it's not going to be 100% Cena, but you, you hope for the split. And you do that by doing it, just trying to get the excitement. Wait, but from you're Cena saying you have him up. win the title before Mania? No, 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 no. He wins the number one contendership. Oh, he, you're saying he doesn't Roadblock. win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he doesn't win the Rumble. He wins the number one contendership at Roadblock. Um, okay. I mean, like. I, I, it, I think one way that could work, though, is if they keep doing this stuff with Brian where he's beating up people like R-Truth. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's a good idea. Keep right? Cena well, away and let's, from... just, let's just punt now and say that the champ, the championship match for SmackDown is Daniel Bryan Daniel and R-Truth. Bryan oh, my fucking God. R-Truth. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 oh. R-Truth Glenn might actually goes get, get... over. Glenn might actually get tickets and remember Mania for oh once. My God. Oh. oh. <laughs> and then he gives the belt to little Jimmy. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I, oh. Don't, I don't have words. I, I feel like I just won the Academy fucking award. Like, I just, just the, the thought of that is so delightful to me that I don't even have the words to describe Our truth it. is never won a world title. No. If he, f- oh my God, oh he my wins God. it at Mania. Because let's be honest, if you want Daniel Bryan to be a heel, and you want to give someone for them to cheer on SmackDown, and it's not AJ Styles, is there a better candidate? I want you guys to understand how serious I'm about this. If that were to happen, and I know it's not, so let's just deal with that. But if that were to happen, I would literally weep. I'm not talking about like I would do a. Bit. How much would you pay for front row seats? Uh, there, the there match. is no number, Aaron. There is no whatever it would take. I would do it. There are things in my real life that I would give up to see that happen. I do this as a bit sometimes on my Which own. Which family show. member would you give up? Well, I gotta be honest. With you, the second boy is kind of annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly kidding about that. Uh, um. No, like, I, I do this as a bit on my show sometimes where I'd be like, all right, hey, we want to get, uh, like, Nick Markakis to re-sign in Baltimore. What are you guys willing to add to the pot, right? Like, if we do it as a bit, like, somebody will say, hey, I'll, I'll agree that once a week I'll bake him homemade uh, lemon squares or something like that, right? And we do it as a bit on the show. I, there are so many things that I would – I wouldn't just quit all of the jobs that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I would get out of broadcasting altogether. <laughs> I would quit. Win for everybody. I would take a job as like a door-to-door telephone salesman. Like I would, eh, maybe that's a stretch, but I would do something like that. I would join the army. 
if you if you told me now I would negotiate, right? Like I would have to make it like the reserves or something. You know what I mean? But like if you told me, Glenn, if you join the Army Reserves and sign up for ten weeks of basic training and and you're thirty fucking five years old and you have to go hang out with like eighteen year old meatheads for a summer, I would do it to get that moment. <laughs> Like, I would do any of those things in order to get that moment. Oh, my God. In fact, in fact, I will put it on record right now. I have said I'm not going to WrestleMania this year. But let me be clear. (laughs) If Daniel Bryan is fighting R-Truth for the championship at WrestleMania, I will go to Mania Crawl in my underpants. I will, in fact... I will go in chosen underpants from someone else. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just dress you up as Ric Flair. I will go as Ric Flair. I will do the whole bit. They, they, they do have wrestling underwear. I'll do. You know what? Correct. I'll do any of that. Whatever it is, your choice. If it's Daniel Bryan and R-Truth for the title, I will do all of Mania Crawl and will allow myself. AJ, you're, are you going this year? Are you? I don't know what your plan is. He said he's year. only going if he's booked. I'm oh, that's right. You did books, say that. Which I could very well get booked. Okay. For Mania. Okay. I will allow you to choose. Not for, not for Mania. I'm sure one of your boys. I, 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 I'm in the process of trying to get booked on spring break, sir. Oh, right. Right. Encouraging people to not go to NXT. Terrible. Shit. If, <laughs> if AJ's on the card at spring break, we're going to that, man. Are you kidding me? Spring break. Um, <laughs> so, so what I would say is if it's not AJ, AJ can choose one of his homies that's going to be at WrestleMania to sub in. I will not only do the whole thing. I will allow myself to get chopped once every five minutes during Mania Crawl. All right, WWE, we know there are people who are listening to this show because they always listen to us. Make this happen, please. I will do all of that. Not kidding. It would mean that much to me. It would mean that much to me. Um, Outside of that, I do think it's important that you keep having uh, Daniel Bryan cheat as well in big matches. I think it's imperative that you have him continue to do that. Um, But ultimately, the answer might be the same thing that we talked about a year ago, which is you just there just might be no way of doing it. And a year ago, remember, it scared them off, and they refused to let Roman Reigns, you know, do the th- things that they needed to have him do. Just don't be afraid of it, for fuck's sake. Well, I, I think it could work. You know, Cena got a lot of cheers um, on Raw. But as Aaron you points know, out, he's non-threatening right now, right? Like, well, he's well just... right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, if you have Daniel Bryan kind of go through Rusev and... All the darling people, you know, like R Truth, Rusev, maybe Ray, maybe you know, like if as long as they do that and they don't have too much of the Cena typical promo, you know, and I think if they keep him away a little bit, it could work. There is an argument too that the less of Cena you see, the more there is the just excited, just happy to have him there crowd, right? Like the people that are just like, yeah, I'll cheer for him just because I'm happy that he's here. Um. And so, I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought they'll have to deal with. Uh, AJ, why don't you go ahead and ask your question now? Because if we don't agree on the answer mm. to this, I'm going to be surprised. We're not uh, going to agree on the answer to this. Really? Yes, we will. Right. No, we're not. Uh, uh, who had the best match in WWE this week? Tag match with Rey Mysterio. Oh. And- Ooh, yeah, we don't agree. Okay. See, and I'm going uh, completely off the board. I'm, I'm going six-man tag <laughs> to start Raw. 
this is a real problem because I was going to go with the women's main event on SmackDown. Uh, see, and I'm going, I actually watched 205 Live this week, so there was a sick match between uh, uh, Cedric Alexander and Hideo Itami, and I'm picking uh, that one. That's really good. I uh, I don't know, man. Like, that just, that tag match like... kind of blew me away. Look, I, I like I love the tag match. Is anyone willing to change their vote to someone else's pick? In I, I, I will to... change it to the tag match. You're going to change it to the tag match? Yes, I will change it to the tag match since you guys didn't see 205 Live and no one's agreeing with me, so. All right, well, there you go. That's the end of it, right? That's that's two votes win. 2-1-1. Two, two, one, one. Yeah, all right. Yep. L- listen, Rey Mysterio looks like it's 2002 or something. Look, I, like... I said during the match that I don't necessarily want Rusev to lose the U.S. title, but I kind of desperately want Rey Mysterio versus Andrade Almas for the U.S. title at WrestleMania. Oh. oh. Yes. Why for the Why for the U.S. title? I I, th- I want it to be for a title. I want it to because because I a I don't think they would have just a, the singles match between those two or or give it the proper respect. I mean, if it was I, just a singles I, match I feel like with the U.S. title. It might. I feel like it would have enough uniqueness. You know, like this being the storyline is good enough that they could. You they know could. I, mean? I just I don't. I tr- if there was a title involved, I trust them more. I, well, I understand that. I don't. I don't want Rusev away from anything important. And and so, I yeah. I agree. I agree yeah, with you one hundred percent. There. That's why I said I don't really want Rusev to lose the title. But God, that I mean, just I want that match. I want that feud. I want a great match of that. I want a full twenty minutes between those two. Well, I, mean, I don't know that WrestleMania is the place for that, though. <laughs> like, well, that that yeah, might be true as well. Might, that might but. not be the spot. Uh, but either either way, those two guys are killing it, and I think. You could make. I, I mean, I was so blown away by Rey Mysterio because I, I just feel like he hasn't looked this good in a WWE match in a while. Oh, sure. You know, yeah. like it, it was crazy. Like some of the with him and CN, I agree with Aaron. Like you just want to see more of those two guys together. Look, they look great. I, I think for me, I voted for the women in part because it was just holy shit. They did it again. Like I can't believe. Yeah that the stakes continue to be this high, and yet they continue to fucking deliver every goddamn time, despite the fact that, like, we've largely seen it before. And yet, holy shit, here we are one more time saying, my God, they did it. Like, that to me, I get everything you're saying about the tag match, and it was great. I'm not taking anything away. It was a great tag match. And so everybody gets a point, Almost Joe, Mysterio, and Mustafa Ali, um, who... My God, I can't remember somebody having a better you know, like month to start their run huh. uh, yeah. than Mustafa Ali. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't know what it is, man. Like the women keep they keep throwing it out there. They're like tre- clearly doing everything in their power to avoid another Becky versus Charlotte match, and yet somehow they're making it work, which is amazing to me. Like it's amazing to me that they're doing they're like jumping through hoops to prevent that from happening, and yet. None of us are sitting back and feeling like we got denied something. Instead, it's like one more amazing story in, or one more amazing chapter in what's been an unbelievable story. But you know why? It's because of Oscar. If is anyone else, this wouldn't work. Yeah, Oscar can almost stay above the fray, and that's why I'm I'm really curious to see how the crowd reacts to this. Because this, at least the you know that one showdown and something, it's not so much a feud between the two. It's it's about the title. So I'm curious to see if Asuka can avoid the overwhelming booze. Um, I almost bet that she can, right? Like, yeah. I don't think she'll be booed. Yeah. yeah. Because, I, again, it, it, she's above it. Yeah. She's above yeah. the pettiness. Yeah. Yep. 
That's that's sort of where I'm at. Um, the now that that that's pretending like you know that doesn't mean they won't do something really stupid in the next two weeks to screw that up. Right. That's true. Too. That is true. <laughs> but too. but if we're where we are by now, the, by the way, do the match. What, what you fine. and by that you mean next week Charlotte Flair gets added to the match. <laughs> or like Oscar yeah. does some heel bullshit. No, you know or, what I mean? or, or cuts tries to cut a promo and it's just a horrific promo. Right. Yeah, or uh, like you know just the kind of stuff they do with no, you're with. Right about that. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, what, then, what do we think? Wait, 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 where where are we going? Is this Oscar's going to win? Becky's going to get back in the Rumble? What? Where are we going with this? Oscar's definitely winning. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would have Becky drop the belt just to win it back. I think the point is that you, it you, you in this match, you're not going to have Oscar beat Becky cleanly. Becky is going to get screwed again by Ronda, or sorry, by by Charlotte, and that keeps that thing alive and gives. Becky reason to want to get away from the belt for a little while to deal with all of the issues that she has with Charlotte and ultimately Ronda Rousey as well. You know, there could be something that was planted here that we weren't paying attention to, which is that like, depending on what the order of the matches are, um, they could screw Ronda first, right? Because by putting Sasha in there, you could totally take the belt off of Ronda. I'm not saying they would, but I mean, I mean, if that's the first match, yeah, yeah the, that would make sense because then, because then uh, Sasha would have more than enough time to drop the belt at Elimination Chamber, right? Because that's usually how long her reigns are. Or in, yeah, that's in, about right. Well, actually, she would probably drop it on. Uh, I was going to say in, Sasha can't win at pay per view; she has yeah, to win the next night, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. That's typically the way that works. That's but really... in theory, like you could make the argument that Ronda, Charlotte, Becky doesn't even need a belt, and they could just fight. Right. You know? I don't disagree with that. I don't think it needs a belt, but I think with a belt, it's the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, and I think Ronda undefeated is are, part of that are as they, well. Are they fighting for a belt then, like at WrestleMania, if they do that? Like, yeah. So you have yeah. Oh, I, I'm I'm still I'm still convinced we're going the Brett Luger route. Hmm. Double win hmm. in the vault. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Charlotte Becky go out together to end the Rumble. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. That's 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 fascinating. That's a fascinating way of looking at that. Um, the Shane McMahon Miz saga <laughs> it continues to be wonderful, um, <laughs> and and really like that. This is the problem: is like you 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 know what's coming, but yet like right now you're so pissed off at Shane McMahon that like you almost don't even want them to win because you just want to get the well, part where the Miz gets his comeuppance over Shane McMahon already. Well, I was just gonna say because it's you guys, I need to ask this dumbass question. Who's the heel and who's the face? Because I know that you are going to have an issue with... It's... I, I'm really concerned. This week got me really concerned that it's too obvious that Shane's the heel here. Um, <laughs> They're going to screw this up. Well, I mean, I hear you, but he's a thousand percent the heel. There's no question about that. I like, understand I mean, this. like, half the crowd cheered when Sheamus kicked the, the Miz, you know? And they're, and they're supposed to be the shitheads. I mean... I think the crowd is going to be super behind Shane and The Miz at Royal Rumble. I think they will be super behind yeah. those guys at Royal Rumble. It's coming out of that, and ultimately when you get to Shane versus who who? Miz at WrestleMania. Now, you could make a compelling argument, by the way, for Shane was reluctant to get on board, but he gets on board, and then having another ultimate Miz heel moment where, like, you know, he's... he's I, you know. <laughs> Like you're actually going to sell me on this actually being better. 
You're going to sell yeah. me on this being a better moment that that you do this thing for a little while, everybody's on board with it. Shane was reluctant, but now he's on board with it. And it was all a setup the whole time from The Miz. And he's like, you think I give a rat's ass what my father thinks? So you think my father would be a fan of Shane McMahon? Like, now that I think about it, after you presented that, I actually would prefer that. <laughs> like, I, like, I think that's ultimately better for The Miz. It, um, it is probably better for The Miz to never turn face fully, in the near right, future. Never fully turn face. But at the Why? Moment, because he's he said so natural he's been heel. A face before. I know, but he's it was so really heel. bad. It was, it was re- really his face bad. run was horrific. His, but he got cheered though. It was horrific though. Did he get cheered? I remember yes. a lot of indifference to him. He, yes, he got he cheered, but he didn't. I mean, they just made him a jobber, basically. Yeah, he just like he didn't have much success as a face, but like he was cheered overwhelmingly. Yeah, he was cheered. You're right about that. I don't know. The Miz is too good at this. It's too. The Miz good. is a The Miz is a Hall of Famer. I know. And he's a face. People are going to cheer him. He's a heel, and people cheer him. I know. I know. I know. Oh God, it's The Miz. He's great, but I, I I'm actually sold on Aaron's art. Like I, that I'm sold on. I want this to end with Evil Miz. <laughs> Maybe at. No, no, no. I love that. I love. I want that. That's a yeah, great. That's great. Idea. I That's mean, I, 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 I really want Miz to go along. to Daniel Bryan, but, you know. No, I know. <laughs> That's you, not. I, you, you thought, like, I don't understand why this is even an argument. Like, you legitimately think that there's a chance that Shane McMahon no, is going to I know. heal. Now that you say it, yes, it does sound dumb. Now that you say it out loud, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> right, no, no, I get and it. Right. Don't, don't miss the face. Right. This, this setup with the, the coming out of the best in the world, it seemed like Shane was going to turn heel. Shane was acting really but, heelish but for a while. Mc, but he's no, Shane I, no, I, All of this is I think right. people. I think people want to boo Shane a bit. He sucks. Can we just all say that? Yes, that's what yeah, we've been is, waiting for really the last year with this Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn thing. We've been talking about this for a year that Shane has basically been the heel. He has no charisma. He's fucking breathing is as goddamn unbearable as <laughs> Donald Trump's. Like and it's yet terrible. And yet. It's such a I know place. it's Shane McMahon. I know. I get it. I get He's it. Shane McMahon. Again, when you say it out loud, of course you're right. <laughs> I, I, I think we just need to. Honestly, though, I think Do if you the crowd was Shane given McMahon. a reason to boo, they would. I think they're waiting for it. Dolph Ziggler does not have a singles match at any WrestleMania. This is true. Shane McMahon has multiple. Singles matches ever so many. You know why? You know why? Because he's Shane McMahon. Because he he's the son of the boss. And he's Shane McMahon. I know. I know. I know. Again, like all. Because he like, can jump off of giant objects. Yeah, him jumping off shit is more over than ninety percent of the roster. And his entrance easily. It's his like, entrance and him jumping off shit. Here like, comes the Monday. Pop. It's like somebody saying, yeah, you had 84 Abitas before WrestleMania. You passed out. And me being like, oh, yeah, I guess when you say it out loud, that checks out. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, no, no, that math works. But you're right. You're right. All this works. But God damn it. Shane sucks. God. Like, we just have to be willing to say it. We have to be willing to say it out loud. It has been really bad for a really long time. There is nothing good there. I can't listen to him because he just starts breathing again. And I, it, it's probably a medical condition. And dear God. He just starts breathing like, again. I, I get it. The man has cheated death 
57 times. He's Brandon beating cancer doesn't really even speak to the number of times that Shane McMahon has cheated death. But Shane Edward, kicked out of a helicopter crash. Correct. Out of an he couldn't put over a helicopter crash. And yet, I can't listen to him breathe. I can't do it. It's too much. Why are you out of breath? You just walked to the ring. And he's sweaty, too. Oh, my God, like, he's The so second sweaty. he gets to the ring. He, he's like that friend that you had in college that always wanted to hug you, and you were like, dude, not today. Like, I don't <laughs> need it today. Like, I love you, and I'm happy to see you, but I just don't need a hug today when it's 100 degrees outside and you smell like ass. Like, I just don't need that, and I don't need it from Shane McMahon. He looks like he smells like ass currently. It's not good. It's not and good. yet... Yes, you're right. I know. Here comes the money! Hey! <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. That is just where we are. All right, anything else from SmackDown that we got to cover? No. Uh, I, I don't know where the... T- oh, uh, never mind. I was going to say something stupid, like, I don't know where the tag team thing is going, but I do know where yeah, the tag team thing is going. going. Wait, are I mean, they going to win the belts? Yes, they're going to win the belts. Absolutely, they're going to win. They're going to win, and then they're going to... like. The, the, it'll be a quick thing, because... Right. We'll get back to the regularly scheduled cast of characters. How how, uh, how Miz would it be, though, if he begs Shane, he begs Shane, they're in a position to win, and Miz immediately. Like, oh, Shane's be, crawling. Right. Shane's crawling. He goes for the hot tag, tags him in, and Miz immediately hits the skull-crushing finale on Miz at Royal Rumble. I just think it's too quick. I think it's too quick. I think you have to It drag. would be an epic. I know. And then he, gets, and then he just gets murdered by right. Cesaro right. and Sheamus for five minutes. I just think you have to drag it out a little bit, a little bit longer. I, I think you got to let it go another month and then get to that moment. Yeah, I, I agree you with you, do. but it would be something if you no, did it right it's, there. It's very Miz-like. It's super Miz-like. What do you think about the Rusev uh, like Nakamura the, thing? Yeah, it was it was actually a little weird to me. Like It was really weird. I think Rusev was too hot for you to like do that. Like It just seemed too somber and too... Like that's that's not I I was I I just wasn't up for it. It did nothing for me the whole segment, and I was like I don't like that. I don't like having a Rusev segment that didn't do anything for me. That that disappointed me. All right, when we come back in, uh, the other big story. Obviously, we talked about it last week, but now we know way more of the details. More, not all. Uh, still a lot of questions that need to be answered uh, regarding all elite wrestling and double or nothing. So in segment number three, we will dive into that. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, he's Brandon, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Respect. It's more than a word. In the U.S. Army, it is one of our core values, earned through selfless service to our nation and making a difference both at home and abroad. On the Army team, respect is earned daily. And now, in addition to earning respect, you may earn up to $40,000 in bonuses if you qualify. To learn more, visit GoArmy.com slash bonus or call 1-800-USA-ARMY. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, our buddy Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live, and of course... The main event. And by the way, you listening at home, after listening to that segment, would you have known 
that the main event, AJ Francis, didn't watch a single second of SmackDown this week and yet managed to completely bullshit his way through segment two of this show. <laughs> yeah. Nicely done, sir. Very nicely done. All right. I'm um, gonna, I mean, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to shower. Oh, I know you're going to watch SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, I know that's true. <laughs> Uh, how far away is Jacksonville from you? That you about two hours? Yes, that would have been a reach. Okay, that would have been a reach. For what? Out there. To, it was in Jacksonville. To be, to be oh, to be at the event. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that SmackDown. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's cover everything else that happened this week. There's a lot to get to. We'll get to um, uh, TNA had a pay per view over the weekend. Believe it or not, TNA still a thing. Uh, NXT UK. Impact Wrestling. Sorry, sir. thank you. Thank you. Whatever. Fuck that, Al. Um, we'll get to all that uh, NXT uh, UK takeover, but um, a major event that happened uh, since the last time we taped, combined with a major announcement on Tuesday. Aaron, take us through Wrestle Kingdom into um, the All Elite Wrestling announcement on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, of course, again, a very, very good show. Obviously, everybody uh, knows what the most important moment of Wrestle Kingdom was. When Juice Robinson won the Juice IWGP US title. Motherfucking Robinson! Your U.S. champion defeating Cody Rhodes. That is correct. Let's get that. Let's show some respect. Obviously, Absolutely. I knew that because I have been a fan. The flamboyant Juice Robinson. Thank you. Everybody knows that. Of course, again, I know that um, uh, because I've been a fan of Juice Robinson for literally so long that it's actually as long as I've been a fan of Tony Storm. And everybody knows that I've been a fan. of St- like it, This is a number that's incalculable. So uh, I, of course, knew that. Uh, what a moment for Juice Robinson! I believe um, we we uh, I I actually went to Federal Hill and popped bottles in the streets uh, after <laughs> Juice Robinson won the title. I rioted. At, I had a at, small at riot nine in the morning. Yeah, I did. I had a small riot before the football game. That's what I did. Um, what else mattered? Football game. This was Friday. Come on. Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, it was well before the football game. Correct. It was significantly before the football game. I was right. Um, just get to the point. What else happened? Just get, anyways, uh, a lot of championships changed hands. And if you uh, go through the list, especially the last four title matches, there's a reason that the four title holders, Kenny Omega lost to Hiroshi Tanahashi, Chris Jericho lost to Naito, Cody lost to Juice Robinson, and Kushida lost to Taji Ishimori, because all of them are gone. But they're not all going to All Elite. No, they are not. Kushida is going to WWE. Which is exciting. I like that. And Kenny Omega seems like most likely all elite, but there may be a bidding war involved here. Um, but yes, I uh, may have a hot take, hot scoop. Ooh. Let's hear it. Ooh. I am not say I am not at liberty to say You can't say hot. Is. You have a you don't have Listen, a scoop if you don't tell you me. You let me finish a sentence, you whore. <laughs> I'm I'm with AJ on this. Yeah. Uh, I am not able to say that it, I, this is 100% bona fide in stone. But today, when I congratulated Billy for getting be, becoming a producer for all AEW, I was like talking to him about all the guys they had signed already. I talked to him. I told him I know Joey. Um, I, I talked to him about Cody and everybody. And then I was like, man, I really hope that you guys get Kenny Omega. And he didn't say a word and just looked real weird and smirked at me. All right. Well, we will take that for what it's worth. And it, it backs up some of the other things that we have heard of late, that it yeah. seemed like it seemed like it was more likely that he was headed to All Elite than that he was headed to WWE. Um, 
Although, which means he'll be number five in the Rumble. Almost no doubt. Almost no yeah. doubt that that's true. Whenever it comes to WWE, when they want something, they can always come they, across over the top of that Godfather real, offer. Real weird. Real weird how that works out, right? Like they have nothing. They have nothing planned for him, but they're going to throw a whole shit ton of money at him in order to make it happen. Uh, at, it's the Dolph Ziggler contract currently, right? Where you're like, wait, Dolph Ziggler's the third highest paid guy in WWE at the moment. Okay, like sure, why not? Um, so yes, so all four of those guys dropped their belts and all four of those guys are gone from new Japan. Now, with that being said, do we know yet with certainty that there can be no relationship between new Japan and all elite wrestling? No, actually that, that was the latest thing that Meltzer reported that as of now, the plan is new Japan is working with ring of honor. And obviously that's going to exist through the Madison square garden show in April. After that, especially if Kenny is involved, there is talk that, you know, New Japan will pull their stuff with Ring of Honor just so they can get Kenny because Kenny's that important to New Japan. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. That's, 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 um, I mean, that would set them up very well. If there was some sort of working relationship between all the <laughs> and New Japan, that would be, uh, that would be very good in positioning themselves as the strong number two, not just the number two kind of by default. Um, so we learned, you know, the details, obviously, of Double or Nothing. It's happening in Vegas, Memorial Day weekend. It's at the MGM Grand, which is, you know, a, a big, you know, room. But I, I don't know if you guys, have any of you guys ever been to an event at the MGM Grand? I haven't. It's No. It does not feel like you're in an arena. It feels like you're in a ballroom. Like, it, there's 10,000 seats. Like, it's real. But it legitimately feels like you're in a ballroom. Like it's you know it's a weird concept. Like it's an arena inside yeah. of a hotel. Um, right. I've been to a couple of fights there. Um, it's it's just sort of a weird feeling. Um, but it's <coughs> it's it's big enough of a room that they can say that they're filling another arena, right? Like that's the yeah. point of what they're trying to do. Um, and that's all <coughs> good. All that stuff. All that stuff sounds cool. But at the moment, all elite wrestling exists. There's a lot of talent. There's an event. There's like already word about another event that could be coming after that. Yeah, they no they TV announced yet. a Jacksonville right. event Correct. after that. Yes. But as Brandon just pointed out, I still don't know where I could see all elite wrestling tomorrow. Um it seemed odd to me that they rolled all of this out without having a formulated plan for Not to me. Why? Because you roll all this out, you see the buzz that it creates, and that's what you bring to TV uh, channels. So you think that they wait through Double or Nothing to do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think they. I think that's that's the inaugural AEW show. So what I would say is, I think that coming out of, and I would make the same comparison to what I said about the um, original NXT UK tournament, is that okay? You didn't announce it today. That's fine. But you better have the plans in motion so that coming out of Double or Nothing, you can say that night, here's when you can watch All Elite Wrestling. This is where it's going to air after you get the big audience for Double or Nothing. I agree. I, I do think they need, even if it's not, hey, the TV show is starting the next day, it's, hey, this is it. By the way, on September 1st on right. TNT, right. Tuesday night at 8 p.m., Tuesday night Dynamite is starting. Right. That's that's what I think they need to do. I think they need to have that formulated and announced at Double or Nothing if that's their major event, and that's what they're going to do. Um, again, as a concept, I like it. The things that they threw out, the idea, and we talked about this last week, the, there being better pay for wrestlers, there being fewer middlemen involved and less people to split the pot with, in theory, 
that's a great idea, right? Like that's that's the way it should be. Uh, uh, AJ, how much better would the NFL be uh, if there if there were fewer people that that just sat back and interloped, and like actual football players were also able to run the entire league? Yeah. I mean, that would, it would be a lot better. Correct. Like that, in theory, that's that's a wonderful idea, and I'm on board with it. Um, again, I don't know what it means yet, but throwing out the concept of wins and losses mattering, that's a great way to separate yourself from other wrestling products. Um, if that means like a ranking system, like UFC, I would love that. If that just means that, like, hey, when we introduce you, we're also going to put your win and loss record there. And that's going to be something that people are going to recognize. I don't know exactly what that looks like. But, again, in theory, I think that's a really good idea and different and gives you a niche beyond just being the place where the young bucks are. Yeah. I I also like how they are, you know, very clearly Cody and the bucks are going to be an important part of the company as characters. But, you know, it looks like we have our title match and it's not any of them. I think that's an important thing. It can't just be the, hey, this is where you go for you know, Cody to play in his playground and win the title. You don't want the dusty comparisons here. So having uh, Pac and Adam Page is presumably your first big feud for the title. It's a good thing. Of course, it's a good thing. Pac being the former Neville um, in WWE. And yeah, that's who finally has resurrected. And this is where he's headed. Um, Yeah, you're right. I, I mean, I think somebody might argue that maybe for your first show, like it's not a bad idea to have Cody involved in the main event if he's your star, but I understand what you're saying and I don't disagree. Um, I would also, I think there are a lot of people that want this to be something more than what it is so far. He's not, he's not the star though. So, no, Chris Jericho is Chris John Jericho Cena. is the star. But, <laughs> yeah. Okay. How did you know this? I Chris under- Jericho right. played with side, Cody. No, no, no. I, you're not wrong about that, but do we really mm, – I'm about to answer my own question. So to say, do we really think that Chris Jericho is going to be wrestling every week? But he might. He's that crazy. He might – he legitimately might do that. Um, I, well, we don't even know anything to, to make that judgment. You know what I mean? Like we don't know if they're going to tape like eight episodes in one day. and it, it, We don't know. We don't know anything. Correct. Correct. We don't know any of those things. Um, and again, that's fine for now, but we, we do need to find that out at some point. And the other thing I would say, you know, I, I guess as part of all this too, is that I, Chris Jericho will wrestle anywhere. So the people that are trying to make it seem like it's a game changer that Chris Jericho is going to All Elite Wrestling, Chris Jericho has wrestled for Ring of Honor recently. Did that make Ring of Honor a game changer? Like, let's no. not. Yeah, let's Where not. Where did he wrestle for Ring of Honor? Chris Jericho wrestled in the last couple of years for Ring of Honor. Where? I don't remember. Did he, Aaron? Uh, is is Aaron? Are you there? Dead. I'm back. What happened? Uh, I, I dropped out for some reason. I don't uh, know why. All right. Well, it's good to have you back. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris Jericho has been involved like regularly with Ring of Honor for the last few years. What? When? Yeah, the whole, no, he wasn't. Of, the whole the, the whole cruise was Ring well, of the Honor. Cru- but the cruise, but was that not, was his event that, that he was brought not, him I understand, in. Understand, but he was like wrestling with Ring of Honor. Like it was. Yeah, every- but he wasn't in Ring of Honor. He hired all those people. He wasn't on any Ring of Honor shows. And, okay. and actually, this will be when he wrestles. Assuming he wrestles at uh, at All In, it'll be the first time he's wrestled in America for a non WWE event since he signed a WWE contract. Yeah, he showed up at All In, but he didn't wrestle. Right, he didn't have him. Like he just showed up at the end of a match. That's fair. That's fair. I I guess what I'd say is he's been involved. He's been involved with a lot of things. When Chris Jericho showed up in TNA, did it put TNA over the top? Like I I just 
I love Chris Jericho. I'm obsessed with Chris Jericho. He's incredible. Let's not go too far with what Chris Jericho is. The moment that all Chris of, Jericho is greater than sign Cody Rhodes still. Oh, I don't disagree with that. He's I, the biggest star they have. Right. He's I the star of that right. show. I don't disagree with any of that either. I guess what I would say is... Let's be honest. Let's be clear, Glenn. Like, I understand what you're trying to say. I get <laughs> what you're trying to say. But at the same time, Chris Jericho could go to Raw tomorrow no, and be I, the star I, of that show. I know that's true because Chris Jericho is amazing. I know all of that's true. But Chris, this is the type of thing that Chris Jericho do, do would not, do. Do not forget, we are just a year and a half to two years removed from the list. I know. So. I'm very aware of that. What I would tell you is, here's what I would there, separate it. I literally owned... A Christmas, two different Christmas sweaters. That said, that's a picture of Chris Jericho with a whole bunch of Christmas. Shit Understand on it. Said, all of he's that. He's making his list and checking it twice. I want to you be stupid idiot. Clear. I want to be very clear. I'm not disparaging Chris Jericho. What I'm saying is, Chris Jericho does these types of things. He's this guy. He would go do this, knowing that a year from now, if he really wanted to have one more match at WrestleMania, he'll still be allowed to go do that because he's Chris yeah, Jericho, and that's what he's capable of accomplishing. It'll be a game changer. Um, do you remember when TNA signed Christian? And yes. people thought that was going to be like this monumental moment that was going to impact professional wrestling. And the truth was it didn't matter at all, frankly. No, but it elevated him tremendously. Yeah, it, it helped him from when he ultimately returned to the WWE. Right. I, I would compare this not even quite to being that significant. Right? Like Christian was legitimately in the prime of his career and made that decision to go there. This is a guy who's at the part of his career where he can fuck around and do whatever he wants because okay, because you're being he's stupid now. <laughs> Why you can't then. compare Chris Jericho to Christian? No, no, no. Well, I'm I, saying I, about- I, yeah, I, I, I would, I would say this. He's not going to be like if what they're saying is true. You know, everything the Bucks and Cody are saying. This is going to be about you know the future of wrestling. This is about changing wrestling. Chris Jericho can't be at the top of that card. He can be the star. He can be the guy you put on all the posters, but he can't be at the top of the card in something that's supposed to change the business, be the future of the business. Uh, yeah, but what if that's not what they mean? I well, think they mean that, like yeah. the convention of it. I don't think they mean there's no old guys on the show. Well, there's going to be old guys on the show, but I think that I think they're going to be very conscious not to have the old guys dominate the screen time, dominate the titles. Maybe. I, 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 but I don't think those guys are young either, you know? Like, the, the guys they're that are a lot running. younger than Jericho. Yes, they're significantly... Yeah, Cody Rhodes, it feels like, has been around for an eternity. He's still only 33 years old. Yes. Like, that is that is remarkable to think that Cody Rhodes has been around and is, is this sort of traveled veteran that is launching a, a promotion, and yet he's younger than me. You know, like... But I, th- I think we turn it... Like, we turn the things that these right. guys are saying into what we think we think it is you know what i mean and and i i think what they're saying in a broad sense is is like the business side of i don't think they're saying we're changing this we're not going to put old people on the show like i think they're like we're changing the convention of the business like what we're doing is different than what anyone else is doing in multiple ways not in a sense that we're just going to have these certain kind of wrestlers or you know like, I, I don't think that's what... No, but I do think it's important to differentiate yourself. And I think that Aaron's point is also important, which is you, if you're going to be something that's going to matter, we talked about this last week, you've got to play on the fact that what you found is the Hot Topic crowd. You found... Right. That's, that's how this works. And who's selling the shit out of shirts at Hot Topic? Chris Jericho. 
Well, on the Bucks, the Bucks are, and Nick yeah, Jackson, so is Chris Jericho. I know that Chris Jericho's a star. I get it. Chris Jericho's a star because he's a star. But the Bucks aren't are uh, what Nick Jackson's not even thirty years old, right? Like, right. like they they've got to find that. They've got to find that crowd. By the way, this, this the funny thing is I just thought about it a little bit more. I guarantee Christian's going to end up wrestling in this thing at some point. Um, but, <laughs> Probably, assuming, but, assuming like, his head's okay. Right, I think his career's over. Oh, is he yeah. just done, 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 done? Maybe. Well, I mean, I know he. W- had, well, right. Daniel Bryan was done, done, done by the WWE doctors. Also, Good point. Also, Good point. also true. Look, I, I'm going to keep saying all the same things. I like everything I've heard. Uh, I think they're going a little. They're going really in on a on Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. <And> like, <laughs> Ugh. That that's not gonna work. That, <laughs> no. that feels so territory-ish. <laughs> it and it feels so low rent, man. Yeah. Like it it's just big time. Yeah, like I, I agree. And I love Baltimore, but it would I would say the same thing if it was Baltimore. Uh, Brandon's a Pittsburgh guy. I would say the same thing if it was Pittsburgh. I don't like, get it. WWE but those two WWE places feel a thousand times bigger than Jacksonville. But but they don't. The WWE doesn't sell T-shirts about Connecticut. Like, literally, the first Young Bucks t-shirt that came out after the launch of All Elite Wrestling was going all in on Jacksonville. <laughs> like, I don't think you're getting other people in the country to give a flying fuck about Jacksonville. And I get that from, from Tony Khan's perspective, he's trying to put over Jacksonville because he also owns this other product in Jacksonville that, like, he wants a bump for. I understand why he's trying to get a bump for Jacksonville out of what he's doing. But, like, it feels really low rent. Like, super low rent when they're rolling that out there. Like, dude. Yeah, when Blake Bortles shows up <laughs> next week, then. Yeah, like. I, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for the Jaguars trailers to be the Nitro Girls oh, of no uh, AEW. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. It feels like all that. Like, hey, we've got this other brand we've attached ourselves yeah. to that you guys are really excited about, yeah. right? And everybody's like, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> How, yeah, how that, long until Jalen Ramsey is cutting promos? <laughs> yeah, it's the whole. Actually, that would that would actually be That'd a good be great. idea. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be a good idea. Like they should do that. Um, but just maybe. So actually... Ryan, all elite wrestling or no? Probably. Why not? Yeah. I mean, like, why not? Like, you know, you know, he's never going to WWE. He's he's friends with all those guys. I would I would grab Joey Ryan. I mean, if, if Janelle is there, I can't imagine Joey Ryan not being there. Yeah, sure. MJF, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, they, they did the whole being the elite segment about him dying and then coming back with the giant penises. Right. <laughs> that did happen. That is a thing that occurred. Um, you know, I, I again, we got to see. We got to see what's coming. They announced a women's division, and they had one woman. Like, <laughs> so, you say, so you're There's saying. There's three. There's three so women. Say, oh, who so are the others? One of, yeah, last, one of his last oh, Penelope, right, big yeah. events. Before he goes to All Elite, could be his involvement with Sugar Bear. You know, it's January totally 20th. possible. That is very, very possible yes. that that could work out that way. Um, all right, quickly, uh, let's touch on uh, uh, Impact had an event. It's a thing. Rich Swan won the X Division title, and I like Rich Swan, so cool. Um, yep. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> is uh, there- I mean, the, the only kind of cool thing is uh, Johnny Impact won and Taya won, and I believe it's the first time that a husband and wife held the top male and top female title in the same company, so that's cool. But does it count yeah. when it's Impact currently? <laughs> like, it's, okay, it's cool, all right? All right. <laughs> um, and then NXT UK TakeOver this weekend. Uh, yeah. I forgot it was a thing until Brandon brought it up in the break. I completely forgot that was happening. 
Except for the fact that obviously I knew that Tony Storm was involved because guys, I mean, everybody knows I've been a Tony Storm fan since Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Um, is there any? I, I, 1492. I yes, that is exactly right. That is exactly right. Uh, what do, do we, why, why do You're we You're old as fuck. Uh, yeah, and, but so, every, and so is Tony Storm. Uh, no, I knew before Tony Storm existed, AJ. That's how much. Uh, what do we do? We do we care? What do we care about with this one? Yeah, we we, we got a four car. Uh, Storm obviously facing uh, Rhea Ripley for the title. We got Mustache Mountain defied, uh, defending against the grizzly young vets Zach Gibson, James Drake, Pete Dunn defending uh, against Joe Coffey. Then you got Dave Masters for Eddie Dennis and Travis Bank for Jordan Devlin. So Pete Dunn just holds this title for I think he could lose five it. years, right? I, I think he could lose it right here. I do too. I I, I think you could see. Dunn and Mustache Mountain. Yeah, you feel the lose need. it and then move him over to the U.S. Ooh, really? Yeah, possibly. Pete Dunn's got to go is, into. I, I, the, the only question is, how much do you want them there to like be yeah, the brand that's, for that's, the U.K.? That's, that's what, at least for like a year. Now, I was, yeah, uh, yeah, they are the brand. That's what I'm saying. Right, and I would guess I would argue. I still think you could have them lose the belts because you're trying to create new stars in the process. So. It like wouldn't stun me to see them drop the belts for a little bit, but I don't know that you're quick to move them over before the end of like I think you got to give it a calendar year of having legit viable stars before you pull the trigger on. Like I think oh. Pete Dunn specifically, I hear you. Like it just does feel like the guy's too much of a star. Like, how do you not put him on the main WWE card? But I, I don't does know. anybody want to guess what Pete Dunn weighs? 204 Something pounds. stone. Yeah, like 205 pounds. <laughs> no, no. Don't you put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's pretty funny. That's There's an open funny. challenge next week to anybody who weighs 205 pounds. Oh, God. Yeah, that is Buddy true. Murphy. Oh, God. No, no. Don't you put that evil on him. He's too much of a star. He's too much of a star. You can't do that. All right. Uh, but- let's... Why you guys shit on 205 Live? It's great, but it's just... I need bigger. I need bigger for Pete Dunne. I need bigger for Pete Dunne. That's it. I want him in at WrestleMania. I want him on the main card of WrestleMania. No, that's where I am. I'm in agreement with Aaron. It's nothing against 205 Live, which is cool, and it's great, but I, Pete Dunne's a rock star. He's an effing rock star, man. Um, and I want bigger. That's it. I just want bigger for him. That's what she said to you. I know, and she didn't get it. And look how miserable she is now. <laughs> she got stuck with me instead. I don't want to do that. To, uh, you want? You think Pete Dunn deserves my penis? Is that what you're trying to say, AJ? I guess. I think he, deserves- he can hold it in his mouth like the belt. Oh Jesus! Oh. <laughs> could, could you imagine? I just had a visual of no. Glenn, Glenn's naked body dangling. <laughs> Off the ground while Pete Dunn is holding his dick in his mouth. And you have any idea how awkward I look naked right now because I have so much extra skin at the moment? Like it's a really like I look down because I'm I, I I do planking these days and I like look down at my like flabby skin. I'm like this is even grosser than being fat. Like I should have just rolled with being fat because at least I wouldn't have this extra goddamn skin. It's so creepy, man. I don't know why it is that, that exists and it didn't exist to me the last time I lost weight. It's really weird. All right, uh, let's get some plugs in. Um, uh, Brandon, how's Kicking Cancer's ass going? It's good, but I do want to read an Instagram post that I just saw from Ronda Rousey. It says, Sasha Banks, congrats on your win against Nia Jax last night. It'll be my honor to defend my Raw Championship against you, but it'll be my absolute pleasure dispelling the fantasy of the faux horsewomen 
when I beat you at the Royal Rumble. This is the reality era, and the real four horsewomen are here to define it. Well, there you go. With mm-hmm. a bunch of hashtags, one of which is four horsewomen versus faux horsewomen. That's pretty good. I really do like that. I really do like that. All right. But yeah, no, cancer's going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is what it is. I start wait, wait, wait. on the 21st. Wait, finish that sentence. I think you're about to say cancer's going yeah, good. Cancer's going good. <laughs> yeah. going well. It's going great, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, you know, like it's just, it's just that crazy cancer thing. It's That's just awesome. hanging there. It's just hanging out right now. Um, and uh, we got a bunch of awesome shows coming up at Ramshead. So check us out at ramsheadlive.com. And uh, the next time we talk, I will have a port installed in my chest for it's... chemotherapy. Oh, it sounds so weird. It sounds so weird, man. Uh, you're on. You're on Twitter. It's just at Brandon Linton. Cor- correct. There you go. Uh, uh, AJ. Hey, uh, as you know, it's only a matter of time until SCW is the biggest independent promotion in the world. Um, we are actually currently in talks uh, with Teddy Hart and Conan to start a wrestling school at the Sausage Castle. Wow, that's cool. Um, like I, uh, there is there is going to be a. A uh, massive show on January 20th. Uh, Joey Ryan will be there. There's a match of WWE, former WWE NXT superstar Bull Dempsey facing off against former NXT tag team champion Simon Gotch. Really, their names now are Bull James and, and uh, Simon Grimm. Yep. Uh, they will be facing at uh, SCW Matters. Um, Sugar Bear will be in attendance with the road right behind him. Um, uh, you will have Action Lewis. You will have Trailer Park Chuck. Uh, you will have so many uh, cool matches. Uh, I think the the Atomic Pro Wrestling is a, a big promotion in Florida. And I think they're starting the show off with a fatal four-way ladder match uh, for the Atomic Pro Championship. Very cool. So, there's going to be uh, an awesome. It's going to be an awesome show, and uh, of course, I'm in the main event. Um, and of course, you can find more information about this at uh, AJ Francis 410 on all so- social media: Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Xbox, PlayStation, Twitch, Grinder, yeah, Grinder, right, like the whole deal. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> At AJ Francis four one zero. Very good, Aaron. I am on Twitter at the Aoster. We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail dot com. Keep your eye out for wrestling stuff in the Baltimore Sun and at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio dot com. Thanks to the guests we may or may not have had. Uh, really appreciate him or her joining or not joining us uh, at the beginning <laughs> of this segment. I uh, really appreciate that. For uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. I just have no respect for someone that doesn't know how to eat a fucking slice of pizza and does a shitty rap video on top of it. Like, what the hell? But she is really good looking. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing out. Fuck cancer.